Hello, everyone. I'm here for one of my stories. This is Lindsay Dunn. And today on this spooky episode of one of my stories, I am going to review the latest horror movie, which is called The Blackening, which is directed by Tim Story, written by Tracy Oliver and Dwayne Perkins. The cast stars Grace Byers, Jermaine Fowler, Melvin Gregg, X Mayo, Dwayne Perkins, Antoinette Robertson, Cinquel Walls, Jay Farrow, and Yvonne Orji. And in this movie, a group of friends decide to celebrate Juneteenth together by renting a cabin in the woods, which is always a great idea, <laughs> a rented cabin. They are settled in just to celebrate this holiday, which for them is about freedom. They're going to do that with spades, some sugary Kool-Aid, a little Molly, and some uneventful, hopefully uneventful and harmless fun. But instead, they find themselves forced to play a game that means life or death. This is a classic slasher film that also celebrates and pokes fun of Black culture and also that trope in many horror movies where the token Black character is the one that dies first. Now, if the whole cast is Black, then which cast member is going to die first? It's a very cleverly written horror comedy and started as a comedy sketch on Comedy Central that came out in 2018. Basically, that skit is one of the key scenes in this movie, which is that the characters are all supposed to decide who's the blackest. And a lot of the jokes that are in the comedy sketch got copied word for word into the movie. And that scene is in the movie as well. I have a real soft spot for horror that is specific to a certain holiday. Some of my favorite slasher flicks are actually holiday horror. One of those is Bloody Valentine and the other is April Fool's Day. And so what's nice is these movies become can become traditions where you watch them on the holiday and they're also really fun horror movie um, slasher flicks that are fun, fun rewatches. And so this movie leans heavily into that. A lot of the filming and the iconography and the the way that the scenes are set up is reminiscent of that 70s and 80s horror where you have a character. Here's these friends that are all together in this cabin in the woods, but yet even though they're supposed to kind of stay together, they do. there are times when they go separate. Somebody goes to meet somebody else or another character decides to explore on their own and can't understand why these certain doors are locked. So many of those scenes are filmed in a way that feels really familiar and homey to horror fans everywhere. But then the jokes and the humor and the sensibilities are all specific to Black culture, and so it makes it seem original and fresh. This movie is really funny. This is an example of a horror comedy that is much more comedic overall, and that makes sense because it came out of a comedy sketch, and yet there are some, some genuinely scary moments in here as well, and they're not all jump scares. A lot of it is suspense built on 
um, characters being chased or these cutbacks between this person's doing this, this person's doing that. And so that cutting back and forth makes, is that very like suspenseful, uneasy feeling that you get from like montage sequences where the tension is building. Now, I had put something on Twitter the other day about this movie and how I felt like it was a little too similar to a recent horror movie that came out in 2022 named Bitch Ass. Now, apologies if uh, cursing offends you, but this is the title of the movie. That was a South by Southwest movie from 2022 that was directed by Bill Posley. And there are quite a few differences about this movie. So I do want to talk about how they're similar and how they're different. And maybe I wouldn't hit this so hard because I want to review the blackening for itself. And I'm still going to do that. But it really bothers me when directors and people say that, oh, this is a brand new original concept that's never been done before when there's something quite similar. I'm not saying anybody copied anybody. There is this known phenomenon among, phenomenon <laughs> amongst uh, um, artists and writers and creatives everywhere where they there's this concept of synchronicity in that a character will get an idea and then another character will get a really similar idea at about around the same time and that doesn't mean anybody plagiarized but because of what's going on in the culture and what's kind of happening behind the scenes people can get very similar ideas at the same time because the movie bitch ass didn't get a lot of publicity and I thought it was a really creative movie for what it was. But I at least want to point out how they are the same. In the movie Bitch Ass, it is about a gang initiation that goes wrong. And there's a character almost very similar to a Candyman who's become sort of an urban legend. And there's this house, um, a, a death happened there in the neighborhood. And so the house is kind of considered almost haunted or cursed and the town is like we don't touch that house nobody goes in there it's an abandoned house like part of a gang initiation this group of people has to go inside and spend the evening there and as they're there they are terrorized by this character named bitch ass who forces them to play board games the character who uh, at the very beginning of the movie we find out that character was bullied and mistreated by the people in his neighborhood and so as revenge upon the people in his neighborhood he now forces them to play games that's something he liked doing and so there's almost these saw-like challenges that people are forced to play the concept of board games being used to eliminate somebody or as part of the slasher trope that is similar there's a very similar villain design both of the characters both of the villains end up wearing masks that are black in color and they have sort of a deformed aspect to them where it looks like the face is scarred there is a group of friends who are working end up working against each other now in the case of bitch ass the group of friends is a gang group of friends 
but there's sort of like an us versus them mentality. And that kind of happens when people are put in scary situations, they often end up turning against each other. Now, bitch ass was not very funny at all. It was really more serious and scary. And like Candyman, it was a way to kind of talk about the horrors of being in these impoverished neighborhoods where um where there are things like gangs and violence and often most of the you know of course the violence most often comes from the whiteness outside but then the characters have to because they're trying to stake out a claim because they're powerless in other parts of the neighborhood they protect very fiercely the neighborhood and the area they have because that is the small enclosed space they have to work on. And there's these dynamics of power and often people, you feel this need to seize power. And so um, Bitch Ass was very much about that. It wasn't as funny as The Blackening. It was a very creative movie. It even had Tony Todd in it as a narrator. So I do want to encourage you to check out that movie if you're interested in movies about horror that are told from a black lens with an all-black cast i do encourage you to check out that movie um now that we've gotten that out of the way um specifically about blackening the blackening this movie was not about those same themes um as as bitch ass did where i talked about the neighborhood and all the power dynamics the Blackening is much more of a celebration of Black culture and the strength of Black culture. In order to survive, they need to play this game. And part of that, this game in this is that they need to prove that they know stuff about Black culture. That includes like the Black National Anthem, which Black characters survived horror movies. And do they know their pop culture? Do they know their references? So part of that is kind of just knowing what's going on in the world around you. And so they're challenged to do that. At the same time, there are jokes and issues going on amongst the friends. This movie is very much about friends and friendship and uniting together instead of tearing each other apart. It talks about issues that are very much a part of Black culture Things like colorism, activism, being multiracial, and the whole, you know, if you're not for us, you're against us kind of mentality that sometimes happens. For instance, one of the characters has married a white woman and the people kind of give him a hard time about that and say like, oh, you're married you're married to the man and then you end up finding out. He says, oh, I wish would appreciate you not calling my wife the, the man. And so in that case, sometimes people will be like, well, why did you, even though they're all friends, they kind of question that and say like, okay, well, why did you marry this white woman? You know, don't you want to celebrate your own culture? And then there's another character who is partly, partially white and partially black. And then sometimes you end up feeling like, oh, well, I'm not white enough and I'm not black enough, you know? So these characters have issues that I've come to find out are much very much a part of of black culture and some of the some of the challenges of of living in that. This movie sort of is addresses those all through the lens of humor. 
And, but I thought it was a great choice for Juneteenth because Juneteenth is about freedom and freedom to be who you want to be. And that includes um, who you marry and how you spend your time and what causes you choose to, um, what causes you choose to support. And so the whole idea is, you know, which character is the blackest? Well, black doesn't mean one thing. So it it talks about those themes and those issues, but does it in a really funny way. The, the audience that I saw it with was having a blast with this. There was lots of jokes, lots of laughing out loud. Some of them I didn't fully get, which is appropriate <laughs> maybe because I'm a white person going to see jokes that are supposed to land really well with um, Black viewers. And so that's great. And it actually encouraged me to look up a few movies. There were some jokes or quotes from the movie set it off and the other quote there was another quote that i didn't recognize that was from sister act two i've seen that movie but i just kind of forgot and so it has these culturally relevant um quotes that are jokes maybe that i hadn't didn't get and so i always like that though because it encourages me to step out of my comfort zone overall i thought this was a blast I thought it was a really fun movie. I don't know if there's, there's probably a lot of great movies about um, black heroes and, and black freedom that you could watch for Juneteenth. But this is a specifically a movie set on a Juneteenth weekend. It'll be a great repeat watch. I think um, it's nice to have, always great to have horror movies, new horror movies. The cast was really fun together. A lot of dynamics. I thought the standout characters were Grace Byers as Allison. She had some really neat um, stunt work that I'll say that she had to do. Jermaine Fowler as Clifton. I had to do a double take to make sure that he wasn't Steve Urkel from Family Matters. He was a dead ringer for him, like the way he, the nerdy mannerism Steve Urkel ticked on. So that I liked his character a lot. And then Dwayne Perkins as Dwayne. Now that's appropriate because he's the one who wrote the original sketch. It's on Comedy Central. So yeah, of course, he was great because he's been working on this character for five years now and been able to workshop it. So those were the three standouts for me. But the whole cast was great. It was appropriate, appropriately scary. There were some really tense moments and it was really funny. So this is a great horror comedy. If you want a fun movie to see for Juneteenth, I highly recommend this one as a horror movie and also as just a fun summer flick. So this one I give a strong commendation to. It also, it comes out June 16th, a couple of days before the official Juneteenth holiday. And I encourage you to check it out if you want a fun horror movie to see with your friends this weekend or during the summer. So that is my review of The Blackening, and that's all on this issue of one of my stories. Good night.